This is Chamber Voices, conversations with the people that drive local business. Presented by the Fort McMurray Chamber of Commerce. Well, hello and welcome to Chamber Voices. My name is Stuart McIntosh, the host of this podcast, which is a presentation of the Fort McMurray Chamber of Commerce. I mean it when I say it is a pleasure to have you on board for this episode. It is also my distinct pleasure to bring onto the show Nicole Boucher, the Chief Executive Officer and co-owner of Boucher, a group of companies that have existed since 2004, since their founding, and even before that, when David Boucher began operating as an independent contractor. Very humble beginnings, and today the company represents more than 1,200 employees with operations obviously in the RMWB, but as well as across Alberta, and they continue to grow. This is going to be a great episode. Nicole, thanks for coming on. I want to begin by just asking, how are you? How have you been? I'm actually really, really well, thank you for asking. Um, I think despite everything going on and what a crazy year we've all had, both professionally and personally, I think I'm I'm doing quite well, and you know, as long as the the family and and uh, the family's healthy and the the kids are good, you know, life is pretty good. Uh, you know what? I'm feeling the same way. There's been a lot of turmoil. Some days you think to yourself, "Can I go on today? Is this the day when I finally just decide to give up?" But the truth is, as you just alluded to, your kids, the relationships that you have at home they're a big motivator during these times to just take another day, start all over again, put on your shoes like you normally do and just make it happen, right? Exactly. Boucher, as a group, is quite ubiquitous in the RMWB. It's a major contractor, a major company with many different facets to it. And I love to be able to get into the story, the the origin story, kind of like a superhero, like Superman has an origin story. So does yourself and so does Boucher. Boucher as an entity was launched in 1998 with nothing more than a caterpillar boat bulldozer and uh, a phrase that I love to use, an entrepreneurial spirit. I would love to hear your story and, and the growth of the business and, and where you kind of fit in the story as it continues. Oh, for sure. And, and, you know, the story really starts with our founder, which is my husband, David Boucher. And it, you know, the 1997, 1998 timeframe was, was before my time for sure. And he had started with a used um, piece of equipment from Fort Mackay uh, that he purchased off them. And he started in his own backyard, right in the community. And he was doing community works with a piece of equipment as he held a full-time job as a GM with Fort Mackay group of companies. And, and that, that kind of was his story uh, when CNRL Horizon started. He kind of ventured over there on their winter drilling programs, but he always held a full-time job. And when things started to boom in our region with CNRL Horizon in about 2004, and we were together, and that's when we kind of – it was before we were even married, actually. Mm-hmm. And that's when we kind of identified, oh, things are booming. You know, this is becoming more than a second job for both of us at that time maybe we need to to move away from I was with Shell Canada and he was with Fort Mackay so we actually left our jobs and <laughs> wow. dived into yeah it was a it was a big big risk and it was probably one of the hardest decisions to ever make because we loved our jobs and they paid very well and you know it provided for the family and so it was a it was a big step but we knew we had to we we told ourselves the worst that could happen 
is we would fail and we would quit it and we'd go back and get our wonderful jobs or something similar. Or something um, similar. Again, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's why we made the move. Um, I, I will say we haven't, we haven't looked back since. Um, I will say that that first year in business was the hardest lesson of my life. Uh, we finished the year in a negative $250,000 position. Oh, no. And funny enough, when we found out that we were in the negative, we were actually on our honeymoon <laughs> in oh, Mexico no. at the time. And I, I decided to go look at our year-end uh, fiscal statements because I knew they were coming in from, from um, a local accounting firm. And, uh, and the gentleman who sent them over saying, we really can't have any surprises like this going forward anymore. And then I scrolled to the bottom line, and it was all in red, negative oh, $250,000. No. <sighs> so, you know, needless to say, it put a damper on a honeymoon, that's for sure, because we had worked our butts off for the whole year, taking on every role possible, each of us within the organization. And I had, um, like, I had put steel-toed boots on and a hard hat and went in the field and was getting my safety designation and you name it. So we felt absolutely deflated and uh, didn't know how we were going to turn things around and almost packed it in right there. So it was a hard lesson, but it was it was a good lesson. And I'm really happy that we learned our hardest lesson in business that first year because I really think it set us up for the success we've had since. The way that I kind of internalize the sort of story you just told me is to think, what might I have done in my life that might compare to that? And I don't think I've got, I don't believe there's a story in my world that might compare to that, particularly the fact that it was during your honeymoon that you might have discovered that. <laughs> Knowing myself, I would have given up. I don't think that I could have done it. But then again, I, I am not the same kind of person as many of the entrepreneurs that I speak to on this podcast. I know that it takes a certain kind of fortitude. How did you come to the conclusion that, okay, this was an extremely challenging year and this was probably the worst news we could have received, but we will continue? Part of it was wanting to be curious. So it was curiosity on how did we get here um, and, and why? How did we allow ourselves to get here? So it was learning that and the curiosity around that, which, you know, later on we found out that the way we handled our purchase order system, so there was a lot more going out the door that we weren't, mm -hmm. uh, throughout the year, that we weren't tallying in a proper PO system. And so it all, all the bills kind of piled in at the very end. And a lot of it had to do with our equipment maintenance, for sure, um, and what happened throughout the winter and various vendors coming out to help out and not, not giving them a proper PO and so on. So part of it was curiosity, but both of us are the type of people that, we we are always we're very competitive both mm -hmm. Dave and I and we're always up for a challenge so I think it was that hey we failed that can't be possible so how are we <laughs> going to turn this around and how are we going to challenge ourselves just to you know do better right and the interesting thing I think about both of us as individuals and the company is we don't really measure ourselves against other people mm -hmm. we very much measure ourselves against ourselves so it's like how okay we did this this year how can we do it better next year, right? And I think that that's been very important in the history of our company as well. I think entrepreneurs or any business owner should take note, measure yourself against yourself. I don't think it can mm -hmm. be much simpler than that. that. That's a lesson you really only need to learn once. So Absolutely. Hopefully, right? Hopefully. Absolutely. <laughs> and so here we are in the year 2021. 
Boucher has just uh, such an amazing reach. You've expanded into many different aspects of industry up here. Nicole, can you kind of go into detail about what offerings Boucher, and I mean, like, if you can provide a timeline, that would be great, but can you kind of go into depth about the offerings that Boucher uh, can currently provide and, and, and kind of how they might have come to be? Sure, yeah. We operate right now with about 400 pieces of equipment. Um, that's definitely where we started at the core was in civil, small civil works. Mm-hmm and uh, and medium-sized heavy equipment and road maintenance. So our first uh, long-term contract was in road maintenance for Horizon. We're still there today doing the same contract, albeit it's been rebid numerous times over mm-hmm, the years. Mm-hmm. Um, with uh, the onboarding of um, or the acquisition of Carillion uh, Canada a number of years ago, which we've since bought back our shares, but when they came on board, they brought facility maintenance with them. And so then we expanded out our civil division to include facility maintenance, uh, taking care of buildings at the sites. Um, we also expanded out into uh, some um, project management experience. Mm-hmm. So we do do some projects throughout the region. Um, so there's kind of those three aspects, civil and road maintenance, facility maintenance, and uh, project works. And, and right now we have just under 1,200 people working for us in those divisions. Amazing. Boucher is uh, now one of the largest and certainly one of the most respected Indigenous-owned and operated service companies, I mean, in Canada. That must be such an amazing, I shouldn't say surreal, because like you said, you and your husband, you're both winners, you're both goal-minded individuals. But to think about that, which I'm sure you must do often, that must really do something for you. It, it's interesting because you keep saying about how we're, you know, we're large or maybe seen large in the region. I, we don't see ourselves that way. We 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 see ourselves very small still, and we we feel like we have a long way to go. And there's so much more we could always do for this region, for Indigenous peoples throughout Canada. And I think it's probably that far-fetching goal that keeps us driven every day to get out of bed and and, uh, keep moving with the company and and where it's going. I'm glad that you mentioned this because I wanted to really make this a focal point of our conversation. You can visit uh, Boucher's website, that is boucher.ca slash giving back, it's giving dash back. And there you can see kind of an overview of the kind of investment that Boucher makes in our community. Uh, And it seems to me that there are three main columns of investment, uh, culture and community, youth and female empowerment, which uh, Nicole, I know that is something that you are uh, particularly involved in. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. When When I think of Boucher, and this is probably a distinction that a lot of companies would love to have, but not many can achieve. Uh, And when I associate Boucher in my mind with the community, it kind of goes hand in hand because you've basically, from early on, it seems that's been a foundational thing for your company is to make that investment where it matters, right? Yeah, and I really appreciate those words because I that that is definitely what we set out to be is a friend to our our Wood Buffalo community, and that's how we wanted to be seen was that good neighbor and that that friend in a time of need. Uh, we've continued to invest invest throughout the COVID year, probably more than we ever have, um, because if there's any now is not the time to be to be turning your back on your community. Mm -hmm. And so we've taken that, and towards the end of the year, we introduced the Family Foundation to the mix, and we uh, wrapped up the 
2020 year with uh, the 12 Days of Giving, which the Family Foundation donated $100,000 back into the Wood Buffalo community. Wow. So giving giving is just so fundamental to what we do and so important. Uh, no matter what pillar it falls under, uh, we, we don't like to rein ourselves in too much because it's really important that you're able to shift with the community and what's going on with the community and give where it's making sense that year. Uh, case in point, we had a, a great opportunity with uh, Boys and Girls Club throughout yes. the flood this past year. Yeah, they needed their um, insurance uh, uh, premium payment paid, and so we just came to the table with that. Those are the things that, being um, an owner of a company, those are the things that you're proud to do and you really want to do, right? Yeah, that story, when it broke, I mean, we are now about one year removed from the flood, almost exactly, and I, I guess I was somewhat callous. I was somewhat numb to the fallout of the flood afterwards, but... I have to say, when the video of the Boys and Girls Club, when when the damage that the flood had done to their facility uh, was shared online, that I think that was what, for me, that's what got me. And then it made mm -hmm. me pay very close attention to the fact that our community was hurting and that we needed as a community to come together and support our nonprofits and support those in need there's a vulnerability so it's great to hear that it's it's part of your culture it's part clearly it's it, it's from day one how you do business which is great nicole thank you yeah it's it's, it's our foundation one of our foundational elements both as a, a company and a family for sure i'm eager to kind of hear you know this is this is all the preamble leading up to uh nicole boucher the person who is obviously the CEO of Boucher, the company. Uh, I would love to know, Nicole, what are you passionate about? And how might your passions kind of interweave themselves into what you do at Boucher? I think I'm I'm definitely have a few things that I'm passionate about, and obviously it changes over the years, and and as you change as an individual and mature and and get more experienced in different things. So probably what I was passionate about 20 years ago is different to where it is right now. <laughs> obviously philanthropy is something I'm extremely passionate about, and it's the reason why I started the uh, Boucher Family Foundation because I wanted to ensure that those values were instilled in my children. Dave and I have five children together. Oh, great. It's very important that they understand the meaning of giving and being a part of your community and having that social responsibility to give back to, to your community, community. So I'm very passionate about that. Um, I'm actually very passionate about hiking. I like to spend a lot of time out, outdoors, uh, which, you know, living up in Fort McMurray, so many people don't appreciate our outdoors and what it has to offer. And, and you know, growing up here, some of my most memorable times as a child is when, you know, my dad and mom would pack us all into the boat and we'd go down Athabasca River uh, to Athabasca Lake camping for a couple of weeks. So, you know, Dave and I spend a lot of time outdoors. We have a cabin up north, a mm -hmm. flying fishing cabin. So very passionate about the outdoors. Uh, but within the company, I'm really passionate about seeing people grow. I'm really passionate about my team members and getting behind them. And I love identifying when... I could see the potential in someone that they can't see in themselves. 
but I know by getting behind them and really pushing them, they're going to get there. And and that's probably what keeps me going to the office every single day is just the wonderful team that I have to work with and how we gel together as a team um, and the the opportunities that I have to get behind them and, and to see them grow as team members for sure. You are listening to Chamber Voices, a podcast presentation of the Fort McMurray Chamber of Commerce. Our focus is on the people behind the business that make our community what it is. Today, speaking to Nicole Boucher, the CEO and co-owner of Boucher, we've spent a little bit of time now getting to understand the roots of their company and what they stand for, but I'm looking forward to speaking a little bit more about Nicole and her motivation as a leader in the second half of this podcast. We'll be back in just a moment. If you want to learn more about the Fort McMurray Chamber of Commerce, you can head to fortmcmurraychamber.ca or find us on Facebook at YMM Chamber. This is Chamber Voices. Conversations with the people that drive local business. Presented by the Fort McMurray Chamber of Commerce. Welcome back to the second half of Chamber Voices. We're today speaking to Nicole Boucher, CEO and co-owner of Boucher. You can find them online, boucher.ca, spelled B-O-U-C-H-I-E-R.ca. Learn a little bit about their leadership and uh, the people behind the company, which is what we're doing today. Nicole, we left off with you kind of extolling the virtues of your team and why it's so important for you as a leader to be able to interact with them in a, in a very meaningful way. Without going into too much depth, can you kind of give us a little bit, Nicole, your strategy behind that motivation you talked about that you're so passionate about? Yeah, for sure. No, it, it, it definitely has to do with vision. I mean, it's really important that as a leader of your organization, you're always carrying the vision of the organization. Mm-hmm. And that vision is going to pivot depending on what's going on in the economy, case in point, the last year. Mm-hmm. So you got to be able to shift with it really quickly. And you got to be able to tell retell that story of where you are as a company and where you're going. And I've always been very passionate about having the vision within our organization and passing that along to my fellow team teammates and my leadership team. So I think in turn, they're able to pass it on, along to their teammates. So, so I think it start, it definitely starts with that vision and, and knowing the story that you're telling for sure. Uh, after that, it's definitely, you know, encouraging those one-on-ones and getting behind mm-hmm. people and understanding who they are. Depth of relationship is extremely important. You've got to spend the time with your people. You have to understand who they are outside of work as well, yep. right? And I spend a lot of time asking people about their families and, and who they are outside of work. It's, it's part of uh, who I am is to, to understand who they are outside of the work environment. My, my management strategy had always been when I was in a management uh, position, the one-on-ones always took priority. Um, and mm-hmm. I, can, I can tell you, I can relate, Nicole, that there's something really important about at least every week or, or some increment of time. Make sure that it's always on your calendar, that the people that are directly uh, below you or, or adjacent to you in some way at work, that you get that face-to-face, that one-on-one time. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, yeah, very, very important to appreciate them and, and for them to feel like you appreciate. I mean, I have so much gratitude for the people that work with me because they leave their families 
you know, every day to mm-hmm. come and join our Boucher world. And, and I have a lot of appreciation for that. Uh, successful businesses care about their people. I think that's basically mm-hmm. not, not much more needs to be said than that for sure. Absolutely. The last two years, <laughs> I have to find a better way to say this, but the last two years have, of course, been challenging. I mean, since 2016, there have been just, it, it seems as though there's been one challenge after another for our region. And uh, a lot of times it spills over into the province and we just seem to continue to uh, persevere through uh, one thing after another. So, Nicole, how how have the challenges of the past, let's just keep it to the past year and a half or so, how have those challenges um, strengthened your resolve to build the company, to improve, and to just move ahead? Yeah, this past year was one of the more trying years in the history of the company, for sure, as I'm sure any entrepreneur would say at this point in time, for sure, all across the world. Uh, About a year ago, when when COVID hit, we were sitting about 1,200 employees. We quickly watched it dwindle, and we thought it was going to dwindle down to 300 employees. And that was a lot for me to get my head around. Uh, One, because people are losing jobs. People with families are losing jobs, and that was first and foremost the most thing, the most concerning thing on my mind. And then you start to to shift over to the business, and what does that mean for the future of the business? And at one point, we thought maybe we'd have to close the doors. So there was a lot of fear there for the wow. first couple of months when COVID first hit. Um, interesting enough, though, you know, we 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 shifted again with it. I had to do some, make some hard calls on a top end from, from an overhead perspective immediately. I'm not one to sit around too long. I I tend to make change right away. Um, And I did that as I normally do. And, and I think it helped us survive for the rest of the year. And, you know, and then we, we had to go back out and work with our valued clients to adjust our rates because they were going through the same thing Mm -hmm. that we were going through and everybody else uh, so, you know, we worked with them to adjust rates down and um, and then we ended up ramping back up as the, the fall continued. So it was just constant change, though. Yeah. It was it was just a lot of constant change. Dave and I used the opportunity last summer to jump back into the business within our maintenance team to use the opportunity to spend time on the ground at our head office in Fort Mackay and do disposals of, a, of all our equipment and really get in there and roll up our sleeves and uh, help out. And that's what we used our time to do uh, throughout the last year, which I think is very healthy as owners to get back in every now and again and, and really spend that time. So. Definitely. And I would imagine that the uh, the lessons learned from year one of Boucher probably applied to a lot of what you had to go through in 2020. Oh, absolutely. And, and I think that year one of Boucher, again, is probably the reason why I changed so quickly or I'm not one to sit around and wait to see what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I, I just make the decision to make the changes rather quickly, sometimes maybe too quick. But I just, you know, I, I know how it could affect things long term if you don't, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Nicole Boucher, the CEO of Boucher here in our community, it is so great to have an opportunity to speak to you. You can, of course, learn about the company, their mission, what they invest in. And I'm not talking financially here, though there is financial investment when you run a company of 12,000 people, or pardon me, run a company of 1,200 individuals. I'm talking about the investment into culture, into youth. Uh, You can learn all about that on their website, boucher.ca. And I know, speaking from the perspective of the Fort McMurray Chamber of Commerce, the Chamber is extremely grateful, Nicole, to have Boucher on uh, as a member of, of the Chamber of Commerce 
community means a lot, as we've already discussed. I know nobody has a crystal ball, but can you kind of give me uh, an idea of what the next half a decade might look for your company? Well, you said it, 12,000 employees. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think quite that big. Uh, you know, we definitely want to spend more time in our own backyard. We, we do think that there, there are sites that we're not physically on on a regular basis, so there's more to do here for sure. Uh, but we are bidding outside of the region now. We are looking at more the Edmonton kind of upgrader or heartland area for mm-hmm. sure. And, mm-hmm. and we do know there's quite a large commitment from the federal government to Indigenous procurement. So we want to tap into that a little bit. Uh, we want to explore that a little bit and see what kind of government contracts we might be able to uh, get our hands on in the coming years. So definitely see growth in the future for sure. We're spending a lot of time this year uh, rebuilding the foundation of the business and getting ready for future growth. Yeah. Um, speaking of future growth, something that I, from from restaurateurs to small business owners that sell, you know, giftware or specialized items to contractors, it sounds it sounds as though a pretty major deciding factor for the success of a business moving forward is how they integrate their business online. At Boucher, has much of the business transitioned to the web or is it still the way it's been for the past two decades where it's the face-to-face? Uh, for us, it's it's more face-to-face for sure, although technology is really important and something that we're definitely keeping our eye on and kind of finger on the pulse. Any opportunity we could have to bring that into the business, it, we know is going to be uh, to our advantage for sure. So we don't lose sight of that from kind of a, a research and innovation point of view. Uh, but very much, I think, part of uh, what makes us special is that hands-on touch, mm-hmm. the way that we're able to get to know our, our clients, uh, spend time with them uh, face-to-face, get to understand what their issues are and help them come to a solution together is very much the philosophy that we have. Great, Nicole. Thank you. This usually, around this time of the show, is when I would ask for a piece of advice or something that you, you might be able to share with other entrepreneurs or small business owners in the community. But I mean, Nicole, you've shared quite a lot, but is there anything that maybe we haven't touched on yet? Maybe a, a word of advice or a piece of encouragement? Uh, you know, I would just say, you know, I love our community and I think it's it's at an interesting point in time right mm-hmm. now. And I think it's at the beginning of a rebuild altogether. And I think that's really exciting. And I'd love to see us all spend more time in attracting more people to our region. Yeah. Uh, I know we've been spending time on social media really trying to explain to, to others um, what is in our own backyard because I think Fort McMurray has a lot to offer and it's definitely feeling like you know the beginning of a of a rebuild and I just love the spirit of our community and I just encourage people to keep that up and really encourage our small business owners to hang in there yes. and persevere because I know that you know uh, they'll sit, there's light at the end of the tunnel and, and we are in it together and we'll get through it. There's something going on in 2021. You can feel it. It's just mm-hmm. below the surface. It's this just this buzzy feeling that we're in store for something big this year, maybe next year, but it's coming down the pipe for sure. I agree. I absolutely agree. So Nicole, I've got one last question for you. You'd, you'd mentioned sure. that being outdoors, hiking, camping, just being a part of nature is something that's uh, very important to you. I don't want you to give away your, your, you know, if you have a spot that's very, very personal to you, but could you recommend 
a, a great hike or a great day trip somewhere in the RMWB if we're if for someone listening who's looking to get kind of immersed in that aspect of living up here? You know, I, I, I'll tell you my favorite thing to do. And we, we each own an Argo. So my favorite thing to do <laughs> is to jump in the Argos and go on a seven-hour Argo trip up to our cabin at Gardner Lakes. That is my favorite thing to do. And you go through a lot of swamp and uh, a lot of mud and different terrain, but it's being outdoors in that environment is my, my, my most favorite thing to do up here. There's a lot going on in this community, and I think in the next half a decade or so, it is really going to come forth. If you would like to learn more about Boucher, it's very easy. They're easy to find on the web, boucher.ca. Nicole, thank you so much. Is there anything that you'd like to add before we part ways? Because I know you're a busy person, I, and I want to make sure. That... I know. I, I, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I'd like to just say thank you. You know, funny enough, I don't get asked a whole lot to do things like this within our community. I get asked a lot from outside of the community. um, But, you know, my heart's here and I'm always willing to uh, participate and help out. So I just really appreciate the invite. Thank you very much to the Chamber of Commerce for inviting us. 